The title of my message today is, A Light Was Born. A Light Was Born. And in John chapter 12, verse 46, Jesus said, I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. When Jesus was born, a light was born. Again, we're celebrating this in two days, the the birth of Christ. That's what Christmas is all about. And when Jesus was born, a light was born so that we would no longer be in darkness. And today we're going to look at the life of Saul in the New Testament who literally encountered the light. And through this encounter, I want to share with you three reasons why a light was born. Three reasons why a light was born. And the first reason is a light was born to get our attention. A light was born to get our attention. In Acts chapter 9, verse 3 through 6, the Bible said, As he, talking about Saul, neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Saul, at this time, he was persecuting Christians. He was arresting them. He was giving authority to to kill them. Again, he's killing. He's arresting. He's abusing. He is beating Christians. and, and, And in his mind, he felt like this was what he was supposed to be doing, that he was doing a right thing, that matter of fact, that he was even honoring God in his persecution of believers. And see, Saul was blinded to the error of his ways, and so Jesus wanted to get his attention. And so he used a flash of light to do so. The light Jesus literally used light to get Saul's attention, to help him see he was going the wrong direction, to help him see the error of his ways, that something was missing in his life. See, Jesus was born, a light was born, came into this world to do the same for us, to get our attention. All of us have sinned, all of us have made mistakes, all of us have been in darkness or maybe are in some right now. And Jesus came to bring light to that, to make us uh, aware of that, to to get our attention, to show us, no, you're going the wrong way. I, I have better for you. He's trying to get our attention. A few weeks ago, some lights got my attention. I wish I could tell you it was the morning light, you know, shining through the window in the morning into my house, or that it was the amazing lights you see on some houses in Nichols Hills. But a couple weeks ago, going home, on my way home from church, I saw some red and blue lights that were flashing behind me. They got my attention and realized at that moment, I wasn't speeding, but I was not wearing my seatbelt. True story, the funny part was, is like literally when the light started flashing, I was in mid-conversation with my five-year-old son, Jace, how there are consequences for breaking the rules. Well, man, the Lord hooked it up, a $20 illustration to drive that point home. And so I got pulled over and the officer uh, comes up and it, it struck me what he said to me. He didn't come up to me and said, you know, you're breaking the law or do you know it's against the law tonight, wear your seatbelt. 
He simply said, I pulled you over because you're not wearing your seatbelt and I want to help you be safe. Now, of course, I wasn't totally trying to receive that, you know what I mean? But, but, but I, I really thought about that. I saw you weren't wearing your seatbelt and I wanted to help you be safe. And so he, he gave me a, a, a $20 reminder. But as I thought about it and just the connection there, how... Again, he pulled me over and used lights to get my attention because something was missing. My seatbelt was missing. I was putting myself in harm's way. He wanted to help me, and he wanted to help me be safe. And, man, Jesus entered this world. He came as a light to get our attention, to help us, to protect us, to say, hey, you're going the wrong way. You're doing the wrong thing. Something is missing in your life. See, he is a light that is pure and holy. He's a light that says, I love you. I have better for you. He's like, hey, hey, look at me. He's trying to get our attention. Trying to get our attention to show us that he loves us and he cares, that he has better for us, and that when we're in darkness, we are going the wrong way. We are, we are something is missing in our life. And so he uses light to get our attention the same way that he used light to get Saul's attention. He's a, he's a light to get our attention when we are in darkness. So that's the first reason why a light was born. A second reason a light was born was to lead us out of darkness. A light was born to lead us out of darkness. When Jesus was predicting his death to his disciples in John chapter 12, verse 35, it says, then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Simple but very profound. See, Saul was walking in darkness. He, he didn't know where he was going. He was blind. He could not see the error of his ways and the darkness he was walking in. It had distorted his vision and it had distorted his view of God. He felt like by persecuting and killing Christians, he was operating in, in the name of God. He genuinely thought he was doing right. And so God used a light to get his attention, to expose the darkness, to give him clarity, to help him see the air of his ways. And then he led him out of darkness. He led Saul out of darkness. See, we all need Jesus to get our attention. And he does that with the light. But then once he has our attention, we need his light to lead us out of darkness. We have to follow his light out of darkness because when we walk in darkness... We don't know where we're going. And that can be a scary thing. When we walk in darkness, we don't know where we are going. And and when we are in that place, it's scary for a couple reasons. One, darkness distorts our view. Darkness distorts our view. Again, Saul thought he was doing right. He was deceived. And so Jesus had to bring light to that. He had to show him that. See, when we are in darkness, it plays tricks with our mind. It's one of Satan's greatest tools. He wants to use darkness to deceive us, to play tricks with our minds and to play tricks with our eyes. My wife has a history of talking in her sleep and 
I didn't get exposed to this until after we got married. And so I remember first, uh, you know, early on in our marriage, I, I remember one night, you know, it's, it's about 3 a.m. where I'm sleeping soundly and it's a, it's a great night of rest, sleeping next to my, my beautiful wife. And, and out of nowhere, she wakes up, shoots up, and she's like, ah, 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 ah. And, and, you know, so me, I'm, I'm, I'm startled, I'm waking up, I think somebody's messing with my wife, you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking to go, kung, you know, I'm like, what's, what's going on? And all of a sudden, all I hear out of her mouth is, pots and pans, pots and pans, the pots and pans. What? I'm like, babe, babe, wake up. She's like, oh, oh, I, th- oh I, th- I thought the pots and pans were falling down. I mean, we had a bed that had one of those like rails, you know, above it or whatever. And so she thought pots and pans were about to fall on her. And so this was one of my earlier experiences. And, you know, sometimes when she talks in her sleep, you know, it's kind of cutesy, you know what I mean? I film her sometimes, you know, show it to her later. And... But there were some times that just jacked with me. There was another time, no joke. Again, we got the, the, the bed with the, the rail on it and and we're sleeping, and she's talking in her sleep, and I can't, I'm, it's starting to kind of wake me up. She's not screaming. She's very calm. And so I'm listening, and I finally come to, and I hear, and she says very calmly, there's a man in the room. How many of you know those aren't the words you want to hear? It is dark. We're sleeping. And so all of a sudden, I'm like, man in the room, what do I do? So you, you know what? What? Humped out of bed, you don't chop the man to the ground, kicked him, and it was a shirt hanging on the rail. But hey, I messed that shirt up. That shirt ain't ever gonna mess with us again, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I'm just playing. Let's just say we never hung another shirt on the rail again. Trip me out, and, and then there's always the spiders. I don't know what it is. Like a few times a month. The spiders come out, you know what I mean? The spiders come out late at night, you know what I mean? It's one of those, my wife sometimes she'll sleep like this, you know? And it's one of those when the spiders come, it's like, you know, like doing one of those things. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And, and, and so one time she was like, oh, spiders on my face! What? Killed it, babe. You go back to bed. I'm just playing. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No, nor- normally it's like, babe. There's no spider. Like, what well, one time is going to be for real, you know what I mean? But, but, but you know what my wife always says in all these occasions that I have? that She uses the same phrase every time. Babe, the dark plays tricks with my eyes. Just plays tricks with my eyes. And that's what Satan wants to use darkness for. To play tricks with our eyes, with our vision, to distort our view. He wants us living in fear. He wants to do everything he can to keep us in darkness where we're not seeing things clearly. Where Jesus came, a light was born to lead us out of darkness, to help us see things clearly. You know, another thing that scares me about living in darkness and walking in the darkness is that the dark cripples us and it blinds us to hazards. It cripples us. We can't see where we're going and it it blinds us to hazards. My son Jace, about a year or so ago, started this thing where he would come into our room in, in the middle of the night. Now, most kids, when they come into mom and dad's room in the middle of the night, you know, they'll crawl up into bed and try to get in the covers and snuggle up on mom and dad. Not Jace. Never once has he tried to get in our bed. What he would do is he'd bring his blanket. He would lay down, okay, his entire body right in front of the bathroom door. Some of y'all know where this is going. 
And so Jace is sleeping at the bathroom door. Jamie and I, we're waking up. You know, it's, you know we got to you know, use the restroom in the middle of the night. And, and we're not turning the light on. We know where the restroom is. We know how to get there. And so we're walking, and all of a sudden it's crunch. We hear a kid scream, and then boom, we're falling on the ground. And, and what would happen, and again, if, if we turned the light on, we would have seen, okay, there's an obstacle there. There's a hazard there. Don't want to hurt myself. Don't want to hurt my son. But in the darkness, we don't see that. It cripples us to where, again, I, I got a sprained ankle, and now my son's in pain. And you know the thing about darkness is, is when we walk in darkness, not only can we hurt ourselves, but we can hurt others. Hurt ourselves, but we can hurt others. Again, not only do we got a sprained ankle, but Jace has a size 12 or size 8 footprint on his face, you know. And, and that's how darkness works. It, it cripples us. It, it blinds us to, to, to hazards. And again, Jesus wants to lead us out of darkness. He wants to expose it. He wants to see, he wants to see clearly so we're not tripping and falling any, any hazard, into any hazards. And so how do we clearly see in darkness? Like how do I make sure I don't hurt myself, my son? How do I make sure I don't let the dark play tricks on my mind? Turn on the light. Turn on the light. And the way we turn on the light is by focusing on Jesus. Looking at Jesus. Following Jesus. Again, Satan, he wants to play tricks. He wants to distort. He wants to set up hazards. He wants us walking in darkness. And so for us to see the light, we have to focus. We have to look at Jesus. And and, and here's the deal. When, when, uh, when uh, When I was real little... I had an issue with my sister talking in her sleep. I mean, you know, I'm scarred from people that talk in their sleep. And my little sister, what she would do is, again, she was little and I was little and, and, and our rooms were right next to us. And most of the time it didn't bother me. She wasn't like screaming like my sister. She would kind of just talk, you know, you know, just really softly. But for whatever reason, one night she started talking and I must have watched a scary movie or something. But all of a sudden I just got this vision in my mind that my sister was about to come walking around with like her eyes blazing red, being like, ah. I'm gonna kill you and I just remember just having this like picture again I've watched too many horror movies and I remember it started freaking me out and I started getting scared and so what did I do turn on the light I was smart I had a light by my bed I was not getting out of bed to try to turn on that switch because you know someone grab your leg you know so so I have him right by the bed and here, here's the goofy thing when I turned on the light my sister kept talking in her sleep but the light being on gave me peace it gave, when the light was off, I was freaked out. I thought my little sister was coming to kill me, like she was possessed by a demon or something. I mean, I was just freaking out. But when I turned the light on, even though she kept talking, I was able to fall asleep. And that's what Jesus wants to do. He wants to bring comfort and peace. He, he wants to lead us out of darkness. Again, Satan's trying to play tricks and distort, but, but Jesus wants to turn on the light. Look at me. Follow me. I will lead you out of the darkness. See, he not only came to get our attention, but, but he came to be a light to guide our path out of darkness, to expose the darkness so that we can see clearly. And so we got to turn on the light. we got to look and follow Jesus. Now let me say this. Some tunnels of darkness are deeper and longer than others, maybe based on what you've done or where you've been. But here's what we all need to know. Jesus' light never turns off. Jesus' light never turns off and so no matter how deep you are into some darkness or if you're just on the fringe of it follow the light his light will never turn off keep looking at him keep focusing him it may take a while it may be a process but when you see the light keep following it and going after it until you are fully out of the darkness 
Because see, even though the light gets our attention, we can still choose to ignore it. We can still choose to turn our back to it, to walk away from it, and stay in darkness. And, and I'd pray for anybody here today that's in darkness or being tempted by darkness that, man, I want you to know there's a light. A light was born. Jesus was born to lead me and you out of darkness, to lead us away from destruction, and to lead us towards hope, future, safety, protection. Follow the light. Man, Saul followed the light, and it changed his life forever, which leads to my third reason as to why a light was born. And it's simply this. A light was born to reveal God's plan for our lives. A light was born to reveal God's plan for our lives. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. This is God's number one purpose for sending his son Jesus, for a light being born, for Jesus being born, to show humanity, to show me and you that he has a plan. And that plan, it's salvation. It is forgiveness of our sins. That plan is to have a relationship with a loving God and a loving Savior. That is God's ultimate plan for every single one of us. And that's what, that, that was God's ultimate plan for Saul. We can easily read that story and be like, God did that because he wanted to stop Saul from persecuting Christians. No, God did that because he loved Saul, wanted a relationship with Saul, wanted Saul to be forgiven of his sins and have new life. That's why he got his attention. That's why he shined that light. Because he loved him and he had a greater plan for his life. And we see in that story that in that moment, Saul surrendered his life to Jesus. That he made him Lord of his life and that God gave him a new name. He became Paul. He was baptized and he then went to spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Did amazing things for the Lord. He wanted to make Saul a new creation and that's what he did. And he wants to do the same for me and you. This is why a light was born. I can remember at 18 years old where the light, where Jesus finally got my attention. Where he got my attention and, and then once I saw the light and saw it clearly, man, I was in some major darkness and now I had to follow his light out of sin, out of addiction, out of anger, out of hate. There was a whole lot that had to be cleaned up and how I just had to keep following that light. And even today, I still have to follow the light because Satan's lurking with darkness, trying to draw me here and draw me there. He's going to do the same for all of us. See, once you get out of the darkness, we still got to follow the light to stay away from darkness, to follow the light, to follow Jesus. And this is all possible through his son being born, a light being born. And wherever you may be in your journey with God, whether you're brand new, whether you're just trying to figure it out and you're not sure about it, or whether you're seasoned, or whether you're, you're new to the faith, wherever, man, I want you to know God wants the same for you, to be a light in your life, to get your attention saying, hey, I love you. I have better for you. Follow me. I will lead you out of this darkness. I will keep you away from darkness. My light never goes out. It never stops shining. Follow me. Because my ultimate plan for you is to have a relationship with you. To lead you and guide you. I have a plan, a purpose, a future, and a hope. This is why a light was born. To save us. To forgive us. So that God could have a relationship with us here on earth and then for all eternity. 
when we pass away. And so no matter where you're at or what you're going through, I pray today you follow the light.